Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast. I'm Dan Casper, and I will be your host, guiding you through every episode. We'll mostly talk sports, but we'll also throw in some entertaining, fun, and even some weird topics and conversations. Plus, you'll never know who will be joining me in each episode. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the Man Cave. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Dan Casper here, guiding you through these this uh, this episode, just like every other time. Uh, a little housekeeping here, quick before we before we get into it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. It's free, uh, and uh, tell your friends and family and people you graduated high school with 20 some years ago uh put it on your facebook or twitter i don't care uh and also don't forget if you don't mind give it a five star rating like on itunes or or spotify or something like that so other people can uh can find the podcast so but uh let's just dive into it we're gonna talk some nfl schedule stuff and we're gonna throw in some other random whatever you know stuff happens to uh to pop through and uh maybe you know we'll see what we want. We're just going to let it flow, right? We're, we're just going to let it flow. Um, but we're just going to lead off things talking about the NFL schedule. And, you know, NFL do, did it a little bit different this year, kind of, you know, release some games here, there, big whoop, whatever. Just give us a schedule. I get it, though. It gives them content. It draws attention to the NFL, gives them talking points, spotlights on them. You know, that's that's what the NFL is. They they get the attention. We buy into it. We have nobody to blame but ourselves because we feed into it. We buy into it, right? It's our faults. You know, we already know who who's playing who. We already know who's got which games are home games and which games are, are away games. The only thing left to decide is, like, actually when these games are going to happen. So now we know that. Going to look at the Green Bay one because I, I've got a feeling a majority of you are, are, are like Packers fans here. So, but uh, hey, if we ever get this thing worldwide, we can make it a little bit more, you know, touch on a lot of other stuff. But, you know, that being said, week one, I think the biggest game is is Bills versus Rams to open it up. Uh, Bills, Rams defending uh, a Super Bowl champion, Rams, Bills, another favorite to potentially go to the Super Bowl. So that's that's a big one right there. Of course, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Sunday night, like last year, opening week on Thursday. Uh, Broncos, Seahawks, they're getting that one out of the way right away with Russell Wilson going back to Seattle. They're going to get that one out of the way right away for, for a little Monday night action there. Week two, it's it's Chargers, Chiefs, uh, I think is, is probably, you know, that's a, it's a Thursday night game too for crying out loud. I mean, come on, do we? And I get it. They're the NFL is going to try to, uh, you know, they're going to try to really pipe pipe up their Thursday night action, especially with, you know, you got Al Michaels and and Kirk Herbstreet making the call on those games right now. So yeah, it's they're they're gonna you know I I understand you know right away Thursday night they're gonna give. A marquee matchup right away there but uh some other ones on week two that kind of drew uh my attention just a little bit here um i mean you've got maybe Bengals at cowboys can you know Bengals last year afc representatives tennessee at buffalo 
I just don't know what to make of Tennessee right now. You know, Tannehill at quarterback, they lose A.J. Brown. Yes, they got Burks, still got Derrick Henry, but I just don't know what to make of Tennessee right now. I, I just, I don't know if, I don't know. I don't think they're going to be as good as they've been the last couple of years, but I don't want to get into record predictions or anything like that. We've got all offseason, training camp, and preseason to kind of go through all that stuff, right? Week three. You know, Miami is going to be an interesting team this year to, to kind of follow. So maybe that Buffalo at Miami game uh, right there. Other than that, I mean, you're looking at maybe Chargers at, or excuse me, Rams at, at Cardinals. Uh, the big one, Green Bay at Tampa Bay, Rodgers, Brady, all that stuff. So got that one there too. Maybe San Francisco at uh, at Denver, possibly, maybe a little bit there. But, you know, Green Bay and in Tampa Bay, I think, is is the cream of crop of, of week three. Week four action. Uh, Miami at Cincinnati, that might be a decent one for the Thursday night game. Buffalo at Baltimore, what what should we expect from Baltimore this year? Um, you know, Tennessee at, at Indianapolis, maybe that is between those two teams to, to win the division this year. I think you could see that happening. Uh, the big one, though, is probably Kansas City at Tampa Bay for that Sunday night matchup there. Anytime you're going to get Patrick Mahomes and, and Tom Brady together, that's, of course, going to draw a lot of attention. Uh, Colts at Denver could be could be decent. Again, another decent Thursday night game. And I think the NFL is really trying to, you know, Amazon spending a boatload of money in that. So they're going to give them some uh, primo games over there. Uh, you got Dallas at the, at the Rams. Bengals at the Ravens. Raiders at the Chiefs. That could be a decent one, too. Raiders. You know, Josh McDaniels, new look, Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones and such. So that could be a decent one over there, too, to end the week. Week six, um, you know, my favorite games from this week. I'm looking at, oh, Buffalo at Kansas City is probably the, yeah, Buffalo at Kansas City and Denver at, at the Chargers. Those those are the two for, for week six that are, that are my favorite right there. Buffalo at Kansas City, I mean, come on, it's, you know, rematch of the last year, maybe two teams going to be battling it out in the AFC Championship game uh, later on in the season. Uh, week seven, then, again, Colts in, in Tennessee already right away. That's kind of a downer that they're going to have those games already done done and said with right away. Kind of is a little bit. Other than that, week seven, I don't know about, you know, about you guys, but that might be it. I mean, okay, kind of keep forgetting the Browns have Deshaun Watson, so maybe I'm overlooking them a little bit, but the Browns and, and Ravens, you know, right away. Other than that, I, yeah, week seven's kind of light. I'm going to be honest with you, a little bit light. I know people are looking at Kansas City and San Francisco right there, but I don't know. Again, I don't know about – maybe I'm, you know, not giving them too much credit, but San Francisco, I don't know. But they'll probably surprise people again this year. Week eight, uh, good one right away for Thursday night, Baltimore, Tampa Bay. Um, and then you've got, uh, just kind of scrolling through here a little bit, Green Bay at Buffalo, the big one right there. That That's a huge one. Cincinnati at Cleveland could be pretty good for, for the Monday nighter. That'll be an intriguing one. Uh, week nine, week nine, we've got... Uh, oh, the Rams and, and Tampa Bay will be a good one. 
Yeah, Rams and Tampa Bay. That, that to me is the best one. Again, Tennessee. I just don't know how good Tennessee is going to be this year. I've got my doubts, and they're they're going up against the Chiefs uh, in 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 that matchup in Week Nine. So definitely, that's it's yeah between those two games though for sure. Then you got Week Ten here. Just kind of scrolling through. Maybe Minnesota at Buffalo again. I don't know. I you know Buffalo or Minnesota's got a new head coach and you know a whole new staff there. So we're going to be a little bit of a learning curve, and are they going to be ready to go then? you got uh, Denver at Tennessee, possibly Cardinals at the Rams. Cardinals can, you know, them they take another step and actually, you know, win games in the second half. Colts, Raiders could be decent. I think the big one, though, Dallas at Green Bay, the return of the Mac. Mike McCarthy, oh, I'm just really curious how fans are going to, how the fans are going to be kind of looking at that game. Or not looking at that game, but the reaction or that they're or the reception that they're going to give Mike McCarthy that I'm hoping to get to that one. Uh, then it's a short week for green Bay, Tennessee at green Bay for a Thursday nighter. Cleveland at Buffalo could be decent depending on how Cleveland plays this year. That could be a decent one. You know, Philly at, uh, at the Colts. We'll see a uh, Jalen hurts. This is a make or break year for him. No doubt about it there. Uh, Chiefs at chargers. Is is the primo one for me? I think the Chargers. I picked them last year as as a you know maybe a sneaky playoff team, and they just felt felt just short. But I like a lot of the moves that they made. They've got the talent, so we'll see. But again, I'll make predictions when we get closer, and that sort of stuff. So uh, Thanksgiving week, week twelve. Uh, you know, the I think the best things Thanksgiving slots kind of weak. I mean, you've got Buffalo at Detroit. Buffalo's going to win that one. Giants at Dallas. Dallas going to win that one. New England at Mini could be pretty decent there. Uh, Tampa Bay at Cleveland could be pretty decent. Again, Brady, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Bengals and Tennessee could be pretty decent. Chargers and, and Cardinals could be pretty good. Uh, Rams and, and Kansas City, though, is probably the big one for, for that weekend. Rams at Kansas City for that one. So that's a... Week 12's got some decent games there for the holiday weekend. Uh, moving to week 13, then we've got uh, Buffalo at New England for a Thursday nighter. Yeah. Again, I don't know. Is, is, ten, is, is New England going to be another playoff team this year? I don't know. Uh, Cleveland at Houston, which means Deshaun Watson going up against the Texans. I'm sure everybody's going to be talking about that one. Uh, but to me, the big one is Kansas City at Cincinnati. Those two teams had some good battles last year, regular season and postseason. So that should be another good one if it lives up to what happened last year. Thursday night. Thursday night's got some good games this year. So you might have to be forced to watch them on Amazon. Raiders at Rams for a Thursday night game right there. Again, Cleveland, Cincinnati uh, kind of uh, going at each other there. And then, you know, Kansas City at Denver for a Sunday night game. That's going to be pretty good. That AFC West, any. Any division matchup between those teams is is should be a good game, at least on paper, right? They should be some good matchups. Uh, then f- moving on to the next week, week fifteen, as we wrap up the season, wrap up the season here. Uh, we've got uh, what do we Cardinals at at Denver, possibly, you know, maybe there. But uh, I think the couple big ones there: Bengals at 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 uh, Tampa Bay, Joe Burrow versus Tom Brady. And then uh, Rams at Green Bay. Rams at Green Bay right there, too, for Week 15. And then Week 16, we've got uh, – no, not uh, 
The Bengals, Patriots, meh. Again, I, don't, I just don't know. What Raiders, Steelers, okay. Green Bay's at Miami on Christmas Day. Denver at the Rams will be good. That should be a good one. And then uh, Tampa Bay at Arizona. That should be a fairly decent one, too. And then Chargers at the Colts the day after. Yeah, okay, so the better games are the later games for Week 16. That makes sense there. Uh, and then Week 17, we got uh, some New Year's Day games there. Denver at Kansas City, no doubt about it. That's going to be a great one. Uh, we've got uh, Minnesota at Green Bay. Okay. Again, Minnesota's a big unknown. We've got the Rams at the Chargers. Bills at Bengals for the Monday night game. That's going to be a pretty darn good one, too, if the Bengals live up to what they did last year. And then the final week of the regular season here, Ravens at Bengals. Maybe that's for a division. Potential playoff spot right there. Um, and then you've got Chargers at Denver. Kansas City at the, the Raiders. You know, I would say those are like early leaders for some flex games for that final uh, final game of the regular season right there. So, uh, you know, in terms of like Green Bay schedule, again, we knew who they were playing. We knew who were going to be the away teams and, 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 and home teams and all that. I guess for me, the thing that jumps out the most to me is like that week five through about week 11. So week five. Green Bay is going to be in London against the against the Giants, okay? Then they elected not to have the bye right after that, so they're going to be back home against the Jets. And then they got to make, for two straight weeks, a couple of trips to the East Coast. One against the, the Washington Commanders, then against the Buffalo Bills, then they're on the road again to the Detroit Lions, but uh, then they welcome the Cowboys to town, and then they got a short week going up against the Titans. So you're talking... From October 9th to about November 17th, a lot of traveling, some short breaks, and some tough competition too. So, yeah, that's that's going to be, to me, an interesting stretch here. Oh, the, the big thing here is the traveling and the short rest in between there. That's the middle of the season too. So that, that to me is what really stood out with this schedule. They ended up getting a later buy, which is what they wanted and that sort of thing. But I... To me, the big thing that stands out with this Packers schedule, week five all the way through week 11, a lot of traveling, and then, you know, short week between that Cowboys and Titans game. Then they get a little bit of a break for a uh, primetime game against the Eagles after that. And then they get the Bears, then they're by, then they get ready for the Rams. So, again, I, I don't like doing record predictions right after schedule releases because, let's face it, a lot could still happen in training camp and preseason, maybe even some more free agent signings. You know, I'm not going to base it, you know, records based off what we see in the damn preseason or training camp. That's that's not it. My main thing is, are guys going to be healthy? Are they going to make it through training camp and preseason healthy? That, to me, is the main thing because injuries can seriously affect the outcome of the the regular season no doubt about it right that's that's your captain obvious statement right there so that's why i just i want to get through the preseason i want to get through training camp first before record predictions and all that sort of stuff so all right so i mumbled on i made my picks of my most intriguing games uh for each week of the nfl season so far what games intrigue you the most hit me up on twitter all right or on facebook twitter at d-a-n-k-a-s-p-e-r Facebook, facebook.com slash Casper Sports. Quick break. Listen to these words. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. 
The Man Cave Podcast is hitting the road and recording episodes at your favorite locations. But we needed a little bit of help moving around the equipment from location to location. So we brought in the experts from Dan the Moving Man. Whether we're broadcasting locally or from a longer distance, Dan the Moving Man is with us every step of the way. And that could go for you as well. Dan the Moving Man is the moving service you can count on. They offer a wide range of moving-related services to help better serve you. So when you see us in the Man Cave podcast out on the road at your favorite locations, it's because of the help that we received from Dan the Moving Man. And you can get that same help. Just visit danthemovingman.com for more information. I wake up early every morning, and the first thing I do is turn on the coffee maker. I need that caffeine to get my rise and grind going. But coffee wasn't just doing it anymore. I needed an extra kick. That's when I found Ghost Energy. First of all, the name stood out. I mean, come on, Ghost, Casper, you get it. But the main thing for me was the sugar. There's none and only five calories per can. See, I was never a fan of energy drinks because of all the sugar in them. But with Ghost Energy Drink, I don't have to worry about that. Plus, I get a little nostalgia because of their flavors like Orange Creamsicle, Sour Patch, and Warheads. Hey, rise and grind, people. Grab a ghost and dominate the day. I love getting, like, Q&As. I love doing Q&As. And uh, if you ever got a question, like, even if it's just, like, the most random thing in the world, or if you think it'll be a fun topic or a fun question... I don't care. Send it to me on Twitter or Facebook, all right? I'm always looking for like ideas and, and thoughts on what to talk about and, and all that good stuff. So somebody had sent me a message on, on Twitter the other day, like, you know, because I've talked about getting back into uh, like card collecting and that, uh, especially with my with my kid getting really into it, you know, going to be five here soon and, and he's into it and he's looking at my binders and looking at my old cards. So I started to get back into it here a little bit too. So, but it's, it's, it's a different game kind of since when I was, I was a kid. Whereas now, I mean, you could go to eBay if you're like just strictly wanting to collect a a certain player or like certain styles sets or something like that, you know, you could go to eBay and, and make your single purchases, right? You can do that. Whereas, I mean, I was a kid and yeah, you'd go to a card shop and you can buy single players there if you know, or something like that. But now it's so much easier. You can do it on eBay. You know, you type in Aaron Rodgers cards or or Michael Jordan cards. You can buy some singles on there for crying out loud for a buck and a half and free shipping. So, I mean, you know, I mostly mine was just buying packs and hoping I was going to get my shack, you know, to, to add to the collection there. That's That was the majority of my collecting. Now it's like, oh, just go to eBay or go to the card shop and boom, got some got a handful of players for like a buck a piece or a couple bucks a piece or something like that instead of going through the packs. I still like opening the pack. Excuse me, I just ran out of breath right there. I, st- I still like opening packs. It's a little bit of the surprise factor. Like, hey, am I going to get this person? Am I going to get them? Is it, is it going to work out? And then, you know, you either get excitement or sheer disappointment that you didn't get a single player that you uh, that you were hoping for. But the back to the question. So the person... Uh, thanks to, to the Twitter person too. I, I forgot what the Twitter handle was and I can't load my Twitter up right now, but they asked, all right, so you're getting back into collecting. Well, who are you collecting or what are you collecting? And I've gone back and forth with this in, in my head. Okay. I've gone back and forth in this. So when I was a kid, um, my main players that I collected was Shaq, Penny Hardaway and Dion Sanders. I was mostly, those were my main ones right there. And then, you know, just kind of fell out of it and, and that sort of stuff. And uh, now that I'm getting back into it, 
I've focused on collecting Favre's, Brett Favre, um, Aaron Rodgers. I've been collecting some Bart Stars. Not a lot, but, you know, I've got about a page worth. I'm going through them right now. I really want to get those, like, Lombardi, like uh, Leaf made some Lombardi cards. Was it uh, 2012, 2011, 2012? I would love to collect that whole series. I know it's kind of hard and it's pretty rare and a little bit of moolah there. I don't really care about collecting expensive cards. If I happen to get an expensive card, all right, cool, whatever. I just, I think my goal is to like collect as many single cards of the players that I'm collecting as possible. So like as many Brett Favre's, as many Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, I've, I've got some Bart Stars. I've got a couple of, Vince Lombardi's. There really isn't a whole lot of Don Hudson cards, you know, to try to collect, but I got a few of them on there. Um, I'm going to start collecting more Giannis. I've got a few of him. Giannis is just, you know, I, I swear every time I listen to that man talk or, or, or watch him play, I just come away more, more and more impressed. And, uh, you know, I've got some tiger cards too. I bought a set from upper deck anybody remembers those back in the day and I know they make a few more so maybe I'll add that more on there but you know I've been thinking too like you know just talking to some people and you know they've especially like older um, individuals adults now when uh, maybe going back to you know collecting some vintage cards from like when they were a kid going back in the day and I've kind of him and hot about like hi ah, you know I've, I've got Shaq cards and I've got Dion cards and that Shaq start collecting Shaq and Dion and I'm like ah, I don't know you know Shaq at the end of his career but you know what I think I think what I'm gonna do and maybe this sounds dumb but I think what I'm gonna do is I think I'm gonna collect Shaq Orlando Magic cards and Los Angeles Laker cards because you know I've already got a nice collection there, but I think maybe that's where I'll start to pick up again because Shaq was my first favorite basketball player. And that's why I was a huge Orlando Magic fan as a kid growing up. So, you know, it makes sense. Okay, Shaq, Orlando Magic cards, right? Lakers, I was still like a Shaq fan. I was still into the NBA, you know, watching him and Kobe and those teams. And I've got some Shaq Lakers cards. So I think, you know, I think that might be kind of fun to – Try to find some Shaq cards from his Orlando days, and and you know some some from his uh, uh, Laker days as well. So I think I'm gonna do that, and uh, I think I'm gonna do the same for Dion, but kind of focus more on the 49ers and, and Cowboys, and a little bit of with the with the Falcons there. Not Baltimore and Washington or anything like that, but you know I was a Deion Sanders fan as a kid too, mostly with the 49ers and, and, and Cowboys there too. So I think, you know, those might just be, you know, like, again, I don't care about the most expensive cards. I do want a goal or goals in terms of collecting and not just like spending money to, you know, buy cards. I want a reason why I'm doing it. And I think really, and you know, some people that I've talked to, you know, they'll collect a certain set or they'll collect, you know, a certain uh, player. And I think that's where I'm going to kind of lead towards it. But again, I don't really care if they're the most expensive cards or if they're only worth a dollar. You know, if I have a full binder of just Aaron Rodgers cards, if I have a full binder of just Brett Favre cards, I'm fine with that. And if they're all a dollar a piece, I'm fine with that. But I think my goal is just to collect as many different types of cards of these players 
and you know just kind of keep track of them. So I think I'm going to do that for Favre. I'm going to do that with Rodgers. I think I'm going to do that with Shaq now, but just Orlando Magic and, and Lakers. Same with Dion. And if I happen to find uh, some Bart Stars, you know, I'll add more to that collection. Don Hudson, definitely. I'm still going to start to focus on collecting some Giannis cards too. And if I happen to find those uh, Lombardi Leaf cards, those Leaf Legacy cards, absolutely. So, you know, I wish I could narrow it down to I was just going to collect like one player or two players or something like that. I wish I could just focus on that. I don't think I can though. Guys, gals, I don't think I could do that. That's hard for me to do. So, you know, as I'm talking, I'm scrolling through one of my binders right now. And and I think, you know, right now I've got Rodgers and, and Favre all together in a binder with Tiger and, and Giannis and Starr and Lombardi and Hudson, you know. But maybe the ultimate goal is just to have a straight-up binder full of Rodgers, straight-up full binder of Favre, uh, binder full up of, of Giannis, et cetera, et cetera. So that, I hope that answers that question, but... I think I might have to get back in the game in terms of like Shaq. And and part of me was like, well, I don't really care about Shaq and the, the Boston days or the Cleveland days or hell, even the Miami days. It was mostly Orlando and the Lakers days is when I was a Shaq fan. So I just think I'll focus on trying to find some 90s Shaq cards. You know what I mean? Do it that way. Same with uh, same with Neon Dion. So appreciate that question on Twitter, though. Um, you know, I used to be a huge, huge collector. Still got all my cards in that. I mean, if anybody's looking for Jim Kelly or Carl Malone or Akeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing cards, I've, I've got the hookup. I've got the hookup right there. But, um, you know, trying to get back into it. Don't know a whole lot like I did as a kid. You know, it's a totally different game now, but I just like collecting. And, you know, I like going through my binders and books with my kid and kind of looking at different cards. And he's all about, like, what cards look cool and that sort of thing, which is kind of what I was like, you know. But you know, I always carried around a price guide, whether it was tough stuff or Beckett or anything like that, and would always look up the prices every month because a new price guide came out like every month or so. So, but I, that's not why I did. I just did it just to, you know, because it was sports related and it was a collectible. So I'm going to start. I'm going to, so far, I haven't gotten burned yet. I haven't gotten tired of it, I should say. So. But again, thanks for that question. That was awesome. Hey, another question. I posted it up on uh, on the socials on Facebook and Twitter a few days ago. We were talking about uh, most iconic sports images and best sports traditions. So we're going to take a quick break. And then coming up after the break here, we're going to do my top five. I went through all of your answers. I went through it, uh, a bunch of other ones on, on the interwebs. My top five sports traditions of all time. We'll do the iconic images in a, in a later episode, but my top five sports traditions, plus two really weird ones. Okay. I got a couple of weird ones as well. So quick break. We'll be back after these quick words. Hey, we're just taking a quick time out to remind you to follow me on the socials on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Remember, it's Casper with a K. And once in a while, I like to do a Q&A segment with you all. So I'm always looking for questions. Hit me up with a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with a question for an episode on the Man Cave Podcast. Sports, movies, hobbies, Bigfoot, it doesn't matter. Send those questions on over. Hey, before I get into um, these, the, my top five uh, sports traditions out there, um, 
you know, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, that odds are you probably listen to other podcasts out there too. Um, and I don't know how many of you are like Batman fans. So I'm not a DC comic books person. I'm not a Marvel person. I don't sit there and like go it to like the movie theater the first day of these open. And there's nothing wrong with, with that. It's just not my thing. Like I'm not how I am with, with sports. I'm not that way with like Avengers or Batman or anything like that. I do like Batman. I like Batman a lot. I got some Batman stuff in the man cave. I grew up as a kid as a big Batman fan, but I'm not like, uh, you know, like where Avengers have a following where, you know, you know, or, or comic books. I've don't never read comic books. I'm not into that. Um, you know, and I'm not into like must watch opening day type of movies whenever Avengers or, or anything like that comes out. But I, I, I like Batman. He's my favorite superhero of all time. I'm looking at my, what is it about a, a two foot Batman toy here in the man cave? I'm kind of pretending he's a statue. I saw a kid have it a few years ago, like carrying it around at, I think it was like Walmart, like this two and a half foot, three foot Batman toy, like a large action figure. I'm like, that would be a perfect item in the man cave. I think this is from, um, I think this is from uh, the Dark Knight Rises movie. Anyways, yeah, I got one, and it's like, uh, it's just kind of like I use it as like a statue, a Batman statue. Anyways, uh, what I was getting at is Spotify has a new podcast called Batman Unburied, and they drop two new episodes every Tuesday. So it's like a storyline podcast. So when you're listening to it, you got actors voicing it, you got sound effects, all that sort of stuff, and... It's very graphic. It's very graphic. Maybe I mentioned this a little bit earlier in another podcast. I can't remember. But it's, you know, it's it starts off as a different type of Batman storyline. But now in the latest two, it's there's a little bit of hints of a more traditional. It's confusing. It's it, You've got to be paying attention throughout the whole thing because... It's setting up for some really weird, you know, spins and, and, you know, trying to connect some dots, but it's entertaining as hell. It's graphic as hell, but it's really, I think it's good. Yeah, so I just want to say you should check it out. It's four episodes out now. They've been dropping two every Tuesday. I don't know if that's going to be the plan continuing or not, but hey, I'm just throwing it out there for y'all. So, all right. So my top five sports traditions of all time, a couple of them are a little bit of a homerism. All right couple are a little bit homerism but i think they're great traditions um and then there's a like a there's like a couple of them that i thought are just like just like kind of weird you know maybe the weirdest uh sports traditions out there so let's start off with like the weird ones just get those out of the way they're both in baseball actually and maybe weird's a little bit of a strong word but like one of them is when a guy is you know throwing like a no hitter or a perfect game Nobody talks to the guy. They don't sit by him in the dugout. They're, you know, the reasoning is, it's like, all right, we, we don't want to mess with it. We don't want to, you know, mess with his head. We don't want to, you know, he's in the zone right now. Leave him alone. But I feel like if you do that, that's what he's going to start to think about it a whole lot more instead of just treating it like a normal game. I don't know. It's just, I'm just some, I, you know, I pitched in the little league. I don't know what a perfect gamer or no hitter is like. But I just feel like if this, if if the big reason of why you know his teammates sit away or don't talk to him is so that you know he could stay focused, they don't want to mess anything up, they don't want to you know get into his head. I feel like if you just like zone him out and ignore him and get away from him, that's gonna really affect his mind more. 
I feel like that's going to affect his mind more. So that to me is a weird tradition. The other one too, I read this one online and the more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, you're right. After the game, after a baseball game, major league baseball game, the winning team always shakes their own hands. Losing team never does. You know, they just go back in the dugout, et cetera, et cetera. Winning team always just, you know, they always shake their hands and all that sort of stuff. And every single time, it's like a tradition that I never thought of, but I was reading an article where I think it was like a Bleacher Report article or something like that, where the writer was like, all right, can we just get rid of this? Why? What's the point of doing it? And I'm like, you know, it's great sportsmanship, but it's your own team. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you're, you're right. I didn't realize like it's. Every time the winning team does it, they go and they they shake their hands throughout their own team line. It was related to like the Stanley Cup or or in hockey NHL, the handshake line. They were making the connection between the two and saying stop both of those. And you know, I was thinking about like the baseball one. I'm like, yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. Never really thought about that. I don't know. Those were just like again, weird might be the wrong term in this, but those were just kind of like the two that I'm like. Oh yeah, you know what's up with those? I don't really understand what's up with those. So, so uh, anyways, my top five. In my opinion, these are in my opinion the best traditions in all of sports. My opinion, okay. Um, number one, the Lambo leap. Come on, Lambo leap tradition. Boom! It speaks for itself. All right, number two, staying in Wisconsin, jump around, right? Jump around, baby. Uh, number three, hockey beards. Growing the beard for the postseason. We've seen it in baseball. It's more known in, in hockey. Playoff beards, yeah, I'm all about that. Gatorade bass, when you win big games, I'm all about the Gatorade bass. How did that start? I want to know how Gatorade bass started. Who started that trend? I want to know. Somebody do me a favor because I don't want to look it up because I don't know how to look it up. But if somebody could figure out how they or who started that, who started the Gatorade bath, I want to know about it. But I'm all about that one there too. I think that's a great tradition. And then I went back and forth on this one. Um, So I'll mention both. But I've gone back and forth. I keep going back to drinking milk after the Indy 500. I kind of keep going back to that one as as my fifth one. I will say a close sixth, though, was uh, when Detroit fans would toss octopus on the ice for hockey. But I'm going to go, I yeah, I, I'm going to keep that one at six. So, uh, yeah, the, the drinking the milk at the Indy 500 is number five. Even though I'm not a racing fan, you know, I don't know a whole lot about it. You know about that tradition, though, right? If you are a, not a fan of a sport, yet you know a particular tradition with that sport, you know it's a pretty dang good tradition. You know it's a pretty damn popular tradition too. So Lambo Leap, jump around, playoff beards, Gatorade baths, chugging some milk after racing. Those are my top five ones right there. Some other ones that I thought, you know, are very awesome ones that I really, really like. Iowa Hawkeye football, when they turn around and wave to the children's hospital, I think that is such an awesome tradition. That's that it's traditions like that, that I, I love reading about. I love listening or hearing about. I love those styles of tradition. I think those are, that's an awesome one there too. So I wanted to give a special shout out 
uh, to that uh, to that one for I for the Iowa Hawkeye football team. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the uh, the Man Cave Podcast, our second one for this week. Remember, we're going to be doing two podcasts a week. Uh, we'll see what uh, next week might be a little bit different though, because well, I'm going to do a little turkey hunt. I'm take a couple days off for the first time this year, so I got to fill my turkey tag. Uh, maybe even doing a little fishing and freaking, I need to get out on the golf course too. I got to play some catch up on a lot of stuff. So we'll get to one for sure next week. We'll try to get a couple out there. Hey, maybe the second one will be if I've gotten skunked or anything like that, maybe make it a little bit more of like a, an outdoors theme one there too. So, but Hey, appreciate you tuning into this episode of the man cave podcast. We'll talk to you guys again, uh, down the road. That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Big thanks for checking out the podcast, whether you are a regular listener or a first-time listener. Hopefully you'll be back if you're that first-time listener. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, practically everywhere. And don't forget, give it a good rating like that, five-star rating, so other people can find the podcast as well. Special shout-out to Kyle Schaefer. He's our music guy. All the cool sounds. And, and music you hear on the podcast that's all from kyle schaefer if you're interested in some of his music follow him on twitter at phoenix underscore guy zero eight or email him schaefer that's s-c-h-a-f-e-r dot k-w at gmail.com until next time i'm dan casper and thanks again for checking out this episode of the man cave podcast <laughs>